Welcome back to another episode of the Hyperion Adventures podcast. Wow. We're going to start dropping that in every episode. Yeah. That is quality right there. <laughs> Well, hello again, and welcome to another episode of the Hyperion Adventures Podcast. I'm Tom. As always, I'm with my gorgeous, intelligent, very hardworking, Disney Halloween-loving wife and co-host, Michelle. Thank you, sweetie. Hi, everybody. You may wonder a little bit how Disney and Halloween has to do with today's topic. Well, we'll get into that in a little bit, but no matter what. We are glad you joined us, and we're glad you joined us. You could be listening to this on Halloween. This episode is being recorded on Sunday, October 30th, but a lot of you end up listening on Monday, so whether you're celebrating Halloween today, whether you're celebrating Dia de los Muertos on the 1st, whatever it may be, we hope you're all doing well and that you had a very safe and happy holiday. I concur. I concur, and that you ended up with a lot of candy, whether it be because you gathered a lot of candy by trick-or-treating, or or whether you have a lot of candy left over that (laughs) trick-or-treaters didn't quite take it all from you. You kind of nabbed some from your kids. Right. Or that, too. We don't ever do that. We're in an interesting position because we've been, for the last, what, 17 years, 18 years, we were in the same place. Mm. So we kind of had a general idea of what our trick-or-treaters we're going to be like how many we would get right. how much candy to buy we're in a brand new neighborhood yeah. we have no idea going into tomorrow what it's going to be like i know it could be anything right you know. and so yeah hard to predict but ready to be prepared but i know michelle went out and got some wonderful treats for us to hand out if we should get some <laughs> trick-or-treaters for tomorrow yeah I think as I'm looking out the window and seeing some kids go around and skateboards and everything, yeah, I'm sure there will be some. But Maybe. like you said, the volume, it's just you never know. Yeah. Never know. It's a relatively new neighborhood as well, but I have seen lots of Halloween decorations on some of our neighbors' places. So that's yes, a good sign as well. Yeah. So we'll see how it goes and we'll report back to you next week. <laughs> yes, because we know you're dying. Because we know you care. <laughs> Obviously, we care with every minute little piece of our lives. So ridiculous. Oh, man. We get a little full of ourselves sometimes, I don't we? I think so. <laughs> yes, yes, we do. It's true. It's true. Michelle always tells the best true facts about us. Anyway, we appreciate that you joined us today. In the future, you'll find us most everywhere you get podcasts. However, the very best place to find us is on our own website, HyperionAdventuresPodcast.com. And while you're there... Hmm. Hmm. Oh, yes. <laughs> Please subscribe to our newsletter. We have a newsletter? We do. Just <laughs> wow, started. I didn't, I didn't know. I know. Yes, please sign up for the newsletter. It's just a great way to be involved in the Hyperion Adventures podcast world. By the way, I think I, the haunts are taking over this episode. I know, I'm telling you. By the way, the haunts took over our website this week. So I think we had a little problem getting the 
newsletter out yeah. this week because we were having a little problem accessing our website uh, for whatever reason. We it have was since scary gotten that for sure. Straightened out. <laughs> we had a little exorcism of the website, <laughs> um, but the newsletter will be back in action. Uh, I'm sure this coming week, Michelle, have lots of great stuff yeah, for you yeah, there. Our, it was ready to go and. Well, not ready to go. I had so I had the stories and things I was going to include, but oh well. Next oh, time, Paul carries over to next week, That's right? Right. Here exactly. we go. Exactly. Uh, like I said, it's just a great way to be involved in the Hyperion Adventures podcast world. Another great way is by following us on social media. We're on Twitter at Hyperion Podcast, Facebook, Instagram, and Pinterest at Hyperion Adventures Podcast. If you are on Facebook, come on over and join us for some good, positive Disney energy fun on our Hyperion Adventures Facebook group. Yeah, and this week was especially fun. Yes, we had one great thing I that know. was announced by not us for once, as, <laughs> as narcissistic as we can be on that website. <laughs> it was not by us this week, and we'll get to that in a moment here, but it was a very exciting mm-hmm. news from one of our Hyperion adventurers. Yeah, yeah. Th- so that's what's great about that that group is just being able to uh, allow everybody to share and celebrate together. For sure. And that's what it's all about. Just positive energy. Of course, Disney, as you know us, we're big Disney fans, but also just whatever's going on in your life. That is good. We want to right. celebrate that for sure. And that's a great spot to do it. Uh, also, we are on YouTube. If you want to find us there, just do a quick search for Hyperion Adventures Podcast. Hit subscribe. You'll know whenever we have a video there. And if you ever want to contact us for any reason, please hit us up at our Gmail account, Hyperion Adventures Podcast at gmail.com. Right. Uh, you know, speaking of the YouTube channel, it's funny this week, Scott has been so into, you know, going at our older episodes. I don't know why he actually selected the first episode, which I was cringing to think I had to hear that too. But anyways, so that's another option people can look that's at. That's true. I actually need so to get caught up because we haven't um, posted a, you know, a, a video version. I, I say video version in air quotes because I mean, mostly it's just uh, the title card with, our, <laughs> with our, our actual podcast behind it on that website. We, we did for a while do some of our uh, actual, we recorded ourselves mm-hmm. live doing the show not live doing the show, but we recorded ourselves doing the show and put them out on there. And that just got a little too much for me to edit every single week. And I think it's probably still that, but it is another way to get our show out there. So I do need to get caught up on some of our most recent episodes on the YouTube channel. So maybe this week I will uh, hunker down in here. I also need to get caught up because I still want to get that video of our, um, our Copper Creek cabin that I did. Oh, I thought that was already out there. I haven't done that yet. I need to get down. I was just thinking about it a little. I know. Ding, ding, shame. (laughs) Ding, ding, shame. Uh, Yes, I still need to get that together. Uh, I need to do the voiceover for that. Um, So maybe I will do that this week as well. I just need to hunker down when I get off of work and... And uh, I'll help you make that happen. Stuff done, yes, yes, (laughs) um, for sure. So um, hopefully you'll see some of those things come out this week. Thanks for reminding me, Michelle. Michelle always has the best reminders. (laughs) Uh, Now, if they want, if you like this show, you enjoy this show, you think that the content is worthwhile and something that you get in, you know, on a weekly basis. Well, there's a couple of great ways that you could help support this show and kind of um, help us with some of the costs that are associated with this show. After all, we don't charge you for this show. Uh, we do not have any sponsors at this moment right now. However, there's any sponsors out there, we'd love to bring you on board. Uh, but there are some costs that are associated with this show that we play, pay on a yearly or monthly basis. And, uh, you know, there are a couple of way, great ways that you could help us kind of cut into those costs 
um, and get some great swag out of it mm. at the same time. Uh, the first and probably easiest way is to go to our Spreadshirt shop. Uh, if you want to just go there, you can go to Spreadshirt.com and kind of look us up there, Hyperion Adventures Podcast, or you can go to any of our social media profile pages where we have a Linktree account there. And within that Linktree account is a link straight to our Spreadshirt shop. And you can go there and kind of peruse through our various different gear with our various different logos. I know now that we're getting through Halloween, we're going to get back into the holiday season and we have our holiday logo as well there. And if you were to purchase anything there, any of the various different items, various different colors, various different logos, we get a portion of that money to help us with the costs of this show. Yeah, and we appreciate those of you who have already made purchases. Thank you. Yeah, plus you get to you know sport some of that swag That's around. Right. Or it could be just in your home. It could be out at the parks, whatever it may be. Right. Uh, it advertises for the show. You know, it's another thing to wear to show your support for the show. And there's just some cool stuff there. Yeah, and th- like we always say, they they. They change things, add things, and they have sales too. Yeah, so check that out. And even if there's something that's you know you're looking for that you haven't liked on the you know right now or hasn't appeared there, there may be something that's more interesting to you the next week, or there may be a sale that you're more interested in the next week. So right. check it out for sure. Another great way is to become a Patreon member of this show. All you have to do is go to Patreon.com/slash Hyperion Adventures Podcast, and you can find the tier that's right for you. We have tiers starting as low as two dollars per month. And always, we, we say this so often, but we really, really appreciate yes. the Patreons of this show. You have helped us with our costs of this show uh, consistently for the last uh, you know year and a half or so since we started that. Right. We really do appreciate it. And you're very special to us. Yes. Thank you so very much. Now, before we get into this week's episode, we always like, like to take a look back at the week that was because, you know, we always find that there are some highs, some lows, but we are the Positivity Podcast. So we like to focus on the highs from the last week before we move into our next week's content. So we kind of like to do a thing that's called our favorite thing from this week. And when we do this, well, we always start with Michelle because she's fantastic, wonderful, all things great. You know, she has the best list. She definitely does the best research. She always has the best tips. And she almost always has the best my favorite thing from this week. So, Michelle, what was your favorite thing from this week? Um, Well, I, again, like I say, most every time there's several things that were really cool, exciting and unique. But I think to me, the one that was by far the most favorite thing of this week was having an actual weekend with you. (laughs) Um, I know that your schedule has been kind of wacky. Uh, very rarely even them scheduling you two days in a row. So having it actually fall on a weekend and two days in a row has been amazingly fun. Yes, it's been strange that we've had uh, my, my schedules with both my jobs, especially with the post office. I could never get two days off right. in a row. Couldn't get two days off in a week. <laughs> yes. Um, but then, you know, since the new job, there was a small period in between where I had some days off. But, you know, which was, I've been working at the new job at the hospital, um, you know, the days have been, you know, a day here, a day there. There have been a couple of times where I've had two days off, but it had, none of those have been on a weekend. Right. I haven't had an official Friday uh, <laughs> since I started there. So yes, that, that has been nice. And that's one of my favorite things from this week as well, cool. for sure. Uh, my other favorite things from this week is um, our show 
with uh, Justin Monorail mm-hmm. on the Passholder Lounge podcast came out this week where we recorded with him yeah. talking about perks of DVC, sort of. We <laughs> talked about a lot of stuff in <laughs> perks of, of DVC did come off in there somewhere, but we had a lot of fun with him and you should definitely go check that out again. It's uh, the Passholder Lounge podcast. Uh, find us on there. Check out that show and you'll want to stay uh, subscribed to that show because it's very entertaining. Yeah. And Justin's amazing. He's a master at, at interviewing people, but keeping it relaxed, keeping it fun. And yeah, you'll enjoy it. For sure. So definitely go check that out and, and, and definitely keep involved with that show. Another great thing we did this week is that we had a quick jump in and record to our little surprise birthday celebration yeah. for one Frank Cardillo, of course, from uh, Dillo's Diz Theme Park Thursday with Dillo's Diz. Um, Jen invited us and a, a bunch of other uh, wonderful friends of ours right. out there to uh, kind of surprise Frank as they were recording their show for this week. It was how old is he now? 80, 85, <laughs> something like that. Oh, mean. Be nice. <laughs> anyway, uh, Frank's a great guy. That you know, yeah. Both Frank and Jen are great people. We right. were happy to do it. We couldn't stick around for the entire show because it's late at night and I have to get up very, very early <laughs> and I'm a wimp. Um, but we did have a lot of fun with him during the time we could be there and it was all great to celebrate Frank's special day. Yeah, it was great to celebrate Frank's special day and it was an honor to be invited Yeah, because it was a sure. pretty amazing group. For sure. Uh, We feel very honored to be invited to that. And yeah, definitely. uh, That's another episode that came out this week that we have a small part in. You could check that out as well. Theme Park Thursday with Dillo's Diz. Uh, Again, find that on all your podcatchers and subscribe to them as well because uh, they have a great show for sure. Oh, yeah. It's awesome. For sure. So we did also get a my favorite thing from this week from one of our Hyperion adventurers out there. And this was super exciting to us. I, I got to think they're over the moon as well. Yeah. Uh, this came from Jonathan, who you've probably heard on the show a couple times. He said, favorite thing from this week, I made it to the final round Woo-hoo! of the application. Of course, he's talking about the plan Disney panel process. Yeah. So we're keeping our fingers crossed for him. They beat it'd be a crime for him not to be on the yeah, panel. Yeah, no, that would be the best addition to the panel. Right. Ever. I think, I, I believe for what he has to go through now, and he may have already done it, but he has a phone interview with some people uh, with Plan Disney, and then very soon they will announce whether or not Jonathan made the panel. Yes. Um, we're really, we, he deserves it. Uh, Jonathan would be an awesome member of Plan Disney. So we're hoping, hoping, hoping that he ends up making it through uh, to the Plan Disney panel. It can help start answering your questions and other um, Disney vacation guest uh, uh, questions as well. Right. I mean, talk about a perfect fit. He would be the perfect fit for Plan Disney. Right. And I'm assuming he's doing Disneyland because they most often go to Disneyland. They live up in the Oregon area. Uh, So uh, Disneyland is most common for them. However, I mean, he also is pretty studied up on DVC, pretty study. He's done Walt Disney world Mm -hmm. a couple times. So uh, I believe that he would be great on any of those fronts, but I think Disneyland is probably closest to his home. So I'd imagine that's what he'll be representing. Yeah. Although now I guess we have to really push and entice 
the, that family to join us on a Disney cruise because that uh, would be a blast. For sure, for sure. They'd be a lot of fun. Yeah. Uh, but we enjoy spending time with them wherever it may right. be. So um, Jonathan, Camille, Lorelai. Uh, but like I said, uh, we're most thrilled for Jonathan. Uh, well-deserved to get yes. through to round three and it'll be even more well-deserved. And you should do it, Disney. I know you listen to the show. <laughs> um, def- just put him through. Just, we, Don't make that mistake. We said, hired, we said from the beginning, after he made it through the first round, right. just put him through. That's okay. Right. Um, go ahead. Keep on going. Put him through, Disney. <laughs> Maybe they've already listened to us, but That's they have true. to go through They the usually steps. do. They usually do. I know. So anyway, <laughs> again, narcissistic here. <laughs> it's the Narcissistic Adventures Podcast. Now I'm really interested in knowing your spirit and Oh, characters. boy. Guest on. <laughs> Before we get to that, I have lots of stuff for you this week, including we now know the dates of one of our favorite Epcot festivals. Mm-hmm. We'll be telling you what that is and when that'll be happening. And we'll also head across the globe because we have Tokyo Disney's new themed areas. We know the names of them. We'll share those yeah. with you as well. But enough about all that. Let's get back to us. <laughs> Let's go ahead and get to our main topic of the week. So for this week's main topic, you know, it is Halloween or, you know, when you may be listening to this, it may be just a little bit after Halloween, but uh, we're recording this the day before Halloween. It's in the spirit, quote unquote, of Halloween. So Michelle had this great concept Mm. of, you know, how would you dress up for Halloween? Maybe if, you know, it was, you know, something that a Disney character that kind of, is who you feel like you are inside, you know, basically like a spirit animal. Right. Only it's a spirit Disney character, right, Michelle? Right, right. Yeah. Like you said, it, you know, the concept of a uh, spirit animal is is out there. Not, that's not, that's not a Disney thing. That's just out there, you know, some, uh, a character or excuse me, an animal that kind of, um, either inspires you or you feel you connect with in terms of what their spirit, what their they're all about and so yeah trying to say disney has so many amazing characters why not have a spirit character right it was a little tough to narrow this down um because i i often it's funny that michelle came up with this concept because i often look at a a disney movie and say oh you know this character is definitely my (laughs) spirit animal i'm feeling that character right now for sure so Uh, I had a lot of possibilities to put into there. So it was tough to narrow down. Uh, What we're going to do here is we're going to end up actually listing three a piece, three characters Mm -hmm. a piece that we feel kind of most closely relate to us. And then we may put it out there on social media and have you vote and say, you know, are these the characters that which character of these do you feel most represents us? Or is there somebody else? Yeah. Or is there some (laughs) other character that you think that we, you know, more is like us? We'd love to know what you think, right? Yeah, exactly. So when we do these things, well, of course, just as always, we (laughs) always start with Michelle because, you know, she does the best research. She has the best tips for sure. There's no question about that. Mm. And she also has the best lists and I'm sure she'll have the best Disney spirit characters. (laughs) So Michelle, what is your first Disney spirit character? The one that you think most closely you relate to in many ways. Uh, Well, first of all, a couple things I wanted to bring out is 
one thing, first of all, I think if there was a spirit couple characters that I think we embody a lot of times are the couple from up, mm. um, you know, just kind of not, not, it's kind of like the growing together and having that same adventure spirit together. Um, but anyways, that being said, I think that's actually in some ways very true. You are very much like Ellie in the fact that you are very adventurous. You want to get out and do things all the time. Meanwhile, I'm just like, I'll come along for the ride. you along, yeah. And I'll have fun along the time, you know, on the ride. But maybe I'm not the one that like says, let's go do this. Not the initiator. Yeah. So I'm much more like Carl in that regard. Right. Very good. So. But I did come up with um, three characters and, you know, I kind of did this over time, a little bit over time, but it's funny as I've been reviewing my notes, there's such similarities. I I think I kind of honed in on one or two aspects of my personality, I think. And so um, it's interesting that the the reason I picked some of these things are this some of these characters are for the same reason, even though they're different characters. So the first one I'll put out there is uh, Luisa. Uh, from Encanto, mm-hmm. you know, and, and w- for me, I can really identify with her that need to, you know, be strong, to produce, to feel like you're carrying your weight, um, you know, that you, you, you feel like you that's a, on your shoulders. Uh, I don't want to say burden, but you feel like you're responsible for certain things. And yet underneath, you have those insecurities that are, how are you going to be judged by that? How are you, you know, are you doing enough? Are you doing it the right way or well? And I suffer from that a lot for sure. Um, you know, and even though she does have strength and she does have abilities and, and when I look at myself, not to sound, you know, egotistical or whatever, but I know I have some things to offer, but it's still inside in the back of my mind, again, under the surface are those insecurities of, Am I really coming across the right way? Yeah, I, I actually really agree with that. When I think when uh, Encanto came out, and we may have even mentioned it in uh, the Encanto episode that we did that went crazy viral. <laughs> well, viral for, for us. It's. Um, I thought that that was the character that I saw you in the most there, that you tend to take all these things on right. your shoulders and you get concerned that if you don't take it on, um, that what will happen. Right. And this was in your previous job. Yeah. It was at home. It was right. all of it. Yeah. I could, uh, and I could see that pressure uh, bubbling up right. on you as well. And it, sometimes it was, it was very, very tough on you. Right. Just like it is on Louisa. So I yeah. could definitely uh, see you fitting within that role as okay. well. So yeah, yeah, that makes sense to me. Yeah. I mean, I don't think I thought of it when watching the film but you did bring it up to me and then ever since then I do feel that connection and actually there are a lot of times if I'm listening to that song while running I I I cry you know it's kind of like I just feel the emotion I you know it's almost like looking at yourself in a mirror like later on in life like I wish I could put my arms around that person and say it's okay you're doing great yeah, I, and it's it, I I really feel, and I don't have um, any Encanto characters on my list, but I do feel one of the things why people embraced Encanto so much is because that, uh, and we mentioned this again in that episode, mm-hmm. that there's the characters 
if there's one of the characters there that you relate to in in, right. in some way, shape, or form, yeah. almost that they, they there are between our neuroses and right. our our various different issues um, that that there are characters within Encanto that you can see yourself as a part right. of for yeah. sure. Well, I think you know for everybody, it you you may project a certain um, personality to people, but in you know to yourself that there are some other issues or some other ways of you. And, th- mm-hmm. and that's kind of like where Encanto was going, mm-hmm. right? That they, they, they looked like they were the perfect family and that they had all these special magical mm-hmm. powers. So why isn't things, you know, things for them must be amazing. And yet we saw that wasn't always the case. For sure. For sure. So, so anyways. I knew it right off the bat. Michelle's list was going to be the best list. Her spirit characters were going to be the best. I think that she is dead on accurate with her first one. We'll see about her other two uh, as well. But uh, what I'm, about your I'm sure they'll be great as oh, well. Thank so, you. Uh, for mine, I'm going to start off with uh, my first character is someone I've actually, it's a character I've portrayed in a run Disney event, mm-hmm. sort of, founded <laughs> maybe. But um, I'm going to go with Sully from uh, the Monsters, Inc. <laughs> franchise. Um, because I think if you look at me at first glance, I'm kind of a big, uh, goofy, and maybe a little scary kind of looking dude, a little hairy, a little scary. Um, but when you really get to know me, I'm kind of a happy-go-lucky kind of guy, you know, who's fiercely loyal, just fun-loving, right. you know, and... Um, and someone you probably want to get to know. Well, I would like to believe you want someone you want to get to know, but I kind of feel yeah. that's what Sully is. He's not the, you know, even though he was a scarer, started off as a right. scarer, that's not who he really was. He was just kind of this jovial, right. happy kind of guy. And, um, you know, who only put on the face that he had to do for his job. And right. I kind of feel that's similar to me. Right. No, I, I think you're pretty accurate with that too. Not for the all the same reasons. I don't think you're big and hairy and scary. I'm but, big and hairy, that's for <laughs> no, sure. No, no, no. But definitely the heart, you know, that Sully has. And like you said, that people would want to get to know you for sure. Um, but yeah, you do have that that side that is, you know, more the um, caring and gentle personality that you might not necessarily without really getting to know you, recognize. Yeah. Oh, thank you. So, yeah, I just kind of believe I kind of relate to the Sully in many ways. And so I can see myself in him in Monsters, Inc. Or, you know, maybe my younger self in Monsters University, you know, <laughs> uh, a little bit trying to, you know, curb the system a little bit, get through yeah. it. Uh, and also a little bit of him in the, a little bits we get of him in monsters at work as well, yeah. which we've been watching again because Scott loves it. Yeah. And it's, it's still is such a cute uh, series. I know. I, I it's, it's like, it's growing on me more and more. I, I do hope there's a season two. Right. We'll see what that happens but, with that. But yeah, I mean, and I, I think the other thing with Sully's character that also connects with, with your personality is you do like to have fun. Mm-hmm. You know, and that, you know, you are jovial and laughter is where it's after. <laughs> that's what, that's true. Very true. So again, I think round one, Michelle wins round ah. one, but I uh, expect that to be a, a three round knockout here for sure from her. So, uh, let's go ahead and get to Michelle's second Disney spirit character. Who else do you think uh, reminds you of Yourself when you see him on the screen, or um, her on the screen. I'm going to say um, the mom from Onward. I think her name is Laurel Lightfoot. Mm. Um, 
you know, I, I, I think the, the, the spirit of her of not seeing limitations that she's willing to really put herself out there, you know, um, even whether it's just to kind of better herself, you know, or, or whatever, you know, and that, that also obviously that moms have is that you do anything for your child, but that, you know, like I said, her, her drive to be out there and trying new things and, and be strong. I, I, I really connected with that and the lack of limitations. All right. Fiercely loves for her yeah. family and will fight for her family. Right. Right. Yeah, I agree. That's, right. A, that's a good but then one. Even after things were settled down, how she, you know, connected with a, another personality mm-hmm. that you would think these two wouldn't necessarily be friends and everything like that. And I kind of feel that sometimes too, that there are, you know, I, I, I could definitely feel like I don't have to be in a box. Yeah. Very good. I, I like that choice as well. Oh, I think that's you. another great choice. So oh, thank you. Well, I'm anxious for yours. Definitely <laughs> has great choices here. <laughs> yeah. um, for my next choice, well, as we all know, <laughs> real men love Frozen. <laughs> and you may think I'm about to go Elsa, but I'm not no, going to go I Elsa would never here. Think that. No, I, would I don't definitely. think anybody really, really, no. as much as I love to break in to let it go, yeah. um, no one really believes that I'm Elsa. Offering, yeah. um, but I think that maybe the character that I'm close, most closely associated with is is Kristoff um, in there. Mm-hmm. You know, from the Frozen franchise. Um, to be honest with you, I'm probably a combination of Kristoff and Anna. So maybe <laughs> you know their child or you know, something. Um, cause I, I thought you were going to say Kristoff and Sven. Well, it could be that too. I do associate with Sven in many ways. I'll tell you that right now. Uh, matter of fact, Sven nearly made this spot. But, um, I think Kristoff uh, is a little closer because, um, again, I'm loyal. I feel Kristoff right. is very loyal. Um, he's, you know, even though he could be a little tough to get to know at first, when you get to know him, he's extremely friendly. Right. Um, he is in love with a very quirky woman. <laughs> just saying. What are you saying? <laughs> Loves her dearly, just like I love Michelle dearly. And you know what? I'm not afraid to break out into a boy band song at any time, just like Kristoff. So I think I can kind of relate to him. And, you know, and I also, you know, even though we moved to a very warm area, right. I, I do like the cold. Been, you know, I could see myself, uh, you know, providing ice to people right. as a career. So that's You're good. always talking about hydrates. So. That's true. Uh, so that's kind of why I. I can see myself a bit in Kristoff. Again, I think if you were to give me, you know, a little bit of Kristoff, a little bit of the quirkiness of Anna, right. combine them together, that's probably more accurate <laughs> as to who I am. I think Kristoff is quirky in his own way too. Um, you know, but yeah, I, you're right. That's that's definitely a good selection because it is a, it is honing in a lot of those skills of our, you know, personalities about you, those traits of being friendly. Um, you know, but uh, he's also one that is strong and, um, level headed Mm -hmm. and he's the one kind of like, you know, at times questioning, like, are you sure that's what you think you should do and, and things like that. And I think you do those things very well too, that, you know, you, you have a good, um, skill at kind of stepping back and looking at the broader picture at times and, you know, really thinking it through or, or putting, you know, question to it so that it is getting more evaluation before just acting on something. Mm, 
Very good. That's very true. I yep. think that's, that's very accurate. So, so that's my second possibility of a nice Disney one. spirit nice character. Let's get back to the real list here. Let's get back to Michelle's. What, Michelle? Who is your third Disney spirit character? <laughs> so my third Disney spirit character, I think, would be Marlin <laughs> from Finding Nemo and Finding Dory. Um, mainly because I do see a lot of times that I am chicken about some things that. I think a lot of people tend to not be like when you're talking like roller coasters or, you know, we're talking Halloween now going into haunted houses or whatever. It's not me. Um, but when it's important, when it's necessary is not even thinking about, Hey, I need to get myself worked up and get the courage. You just go in and do it, you know? And, and I think that's something that we see in Marlin that, you know, he's very timid, doesn't want to, try some things because it scares him. Um, but then when he's faced with those things, he's just like, okay, I'm just, I'm, you know, here talking, you know, and you can be nervous, but I'm, you know, not thinking of how should I talk to these sharks, mm -hmm. but just doing it, you know, and, and getting through situations. And so kind of, kind of can identify with Yeah. That. Fights through his fear to help right. with his family, to help his friends and family, right. protect them, you know, at first it's it's trying to find his his son, right. you know, in Nemo and doing all those things to get across the ocean. Next, it's trying to help uh, save Dory, right, who, right. you know, and she's trying to find her family and has gone away and then gets stuck in a awkward situation. Right. And it's trying to to help her. So, you know, even though he has some hesitancy about all these things, when it comes down to it, the bottom line is that he will go and fight through these things to to. Um, help the people that he loves. And um, I very much believe that's you as well. Oh, thank you. Yeah. I mean, I think he, you know, the other thing about him is, is he's looking at the end goal and just taking each thing as it comes, not letting it necessarily build, mm -hmm. you know, just like, okay, oh, now I'm faced with this and then move on. Oh, now I'm faced with this, you know, yeah. and yes, it's a struggle and he fights through it, but um, just, letting it just take one step at a time. All right. Very good. Thank Very you. good. Nice choice. Michelle's oh, list. Definitely the best you. list. Nah, I don't know. Best about list that. Yours sure. is great so far. Yeah. I'm, and I'm very anxious to hear your number three. Well, my third one, and this was a tough one. Like I said, you know, I talked, I thought about Sven for a while, mm -hmm. um, but I already had Kristoff and I thought I was just a little closer to Kristoff than Sven. You know, I thought about several other characters mm -hmm. as possibilities out there. I thought about Woody at one point mm -hmm. being one that uh, would be a likely one. Right. Um, but what I landed on was actually, and it was one that you brought up for another friend of ours. Um, and I kind of, the more I thought about this character, I'm like, no, you know, I kind of associate with this character. And that is uh, Fix-It Felix from Wreck-It Ralph. Mm. And I'll tell you why. It's because like him, I'm just kind of very a happy-go-lucky kind of guy right. who Fix-It Felix is. Very positive all the time. You know, he's always has a smile from e for everybody. Right. He's always trying to help uh, his neighbors out and right. help his friends out. And I kind of like to believe that that's the way I am too. And just like him, I also married way out of my <laughs> league. So I feel like I'm, yeah. I'm very much in, you know, in, in, uh, in sync with, uh, with fix it Felix in that regard for sure. So I, I kind of feel like maybe that's my other one. Yeah, I think I, I can see that for definitely for the reasons that you say. Totally agree with that. Um, 
you know, especially I, the way marrying way out of my yeah, lane. That wasn't what I meant. More the the issue, I <laughs> the other issues you mentioned. But you know, and I think the other things with um with with Felix is you know one you do like to fix things. You know, both just mechanically, you're really good. You read instructions, so when you're building something, it it actually comes together correctly. But also the fact that you know you do like to take on the if something if there's a problem how can you address it how can you fix it and you know i think you <laughs> sometimes do a fault yeah yeah <laughs> often to a but fault but i think that's you know most people try to you know especially when it's with a loved one you try to fix things even if they're beyond everybody's control but um but i think you do you know you do have that desire to try to make it things better look at how to improve things so i think that those are all always good qualities too that you know you have your in tune to things to say, how, how can this be better? How can I make it better? Um, you know, so I, I, I think that's very accurate too. Thank you. Thank you. And I think there's other reasons too. Most, I just think mostly when you look at him, he's always smiling, always right. happy. And I kind of feel like I'm that way most of the time as yeah, well. So, right. Yeah. No one is any one thing, but right, um, right. I, I feel like I'm that way a lot of times when, yeah. you, when you see me and meet me. Um, I'm just a jovial, happy kind of guy. Right. You know? That is true. So. So those are our lists. We did get some from some of our Hyperion adventurers as well. So let's go through some uh, that they sent to us. Um, we'll start with Tony the Disney Dad, one of our favorites. Yeah. Uh, he said, I think my spirit animal, animal, my spirit animal is Kermit the Frog. Aw, cute. He said, always an optimist, always trying to do what's best for his friends slash family. It doesn't always work out like he planned, but he makes the best of the situation. I could definitely see that yeah, in Tony for definitely, sure. So yeah, I think Kermit yeah. is, is really good spirit character for him. Right. You know, and the other thing is Kermit is also, you know, tends to, is like a leader mm -hmm. and also, you know, a realist and, and, but still, can look at the fun and look at the beyond the rainbow and things like that. And I think those are all good qualities that yeah. Tony also has. Yeah, very good. So uh, we agree with that, Tony. Yes. Nice choice. Nice choice. Uh, we got this on Twitter from the Salute to the Ears podcast. You can find them at Salute to the Ears. They just had a real quick gif saying, I am Baymax. <laughs> <laughs> love it. Okay. I get it for sure. I love it. That's yeah. a great one for sure. Also on Twitter from the great British Mickey Waffle podcast and YouTube channel. You can find what a them. great group. Yep. At GB Mickey Waffle. And this is one I thought about for myself too. <laughs> I said, not sure why, but Ben, who is at Ackhurst F1 says he's a bit like, Hey, Hey from Moana. <laughs> yep. Uh, I've often, many times during the day, I feel very much like, Hey, Hey, for sure. Don't we all? But. Yes. Can relate to Hey, Hey quite often. I agree. Uh, thank you guys. Definitely check out yes. both those shows um, for sure. Uh, another show you should check out is the Conversations podcast. We they got have a podcast. Yeah, do you believe it? Ooh. I've heard they have a show here and there somewhere. <laughs> anyway, uh, Pat from the Conversation podcast gave up gave us a, a few here. He said, um, "One is Ray from Princess and the Frog. He says he's fiercely loyal and lights up a room. I would agree yeah. with that with Pat for sure." Also, Tramp from Lady and the Tramp saying, rough around the edges, likes a good Italian dinner, and somehow landed a decent lady. <laughs> nice. For sure, on all accounts yeah. there, Pat. And, uh, or I'm King Fergus from uh, Brave, for every reason you'd think. <laughs> 
Perfect. Agreed. Except for you're not Scottish, I don't believe. I think you're mostly Irish, right, right Pat? Right. But um, other than that, uh, very good. We'll good take list. them into the fold. For sure. For sure. <laughs> Our Scottish fold. Yes. Uh, also, the other half of the Conversations podcast, Charles chimed in. He said, and this is typical Charles here, <laughs> uh, Luxo the Lamp <laughs> from, you know, Pixar. Right. I uh, said it's an odd choice, but it's one of the most iconic rendered objects that blew me away way back in 1986. It blew my mind and sparked an interest in technology that continues until today. That's an extremely interesting choice. For yeah, sure. yeah, it's well, unique, you know, but. You know, the the more I thought of it, too, is that, you know, if you look at the where um, Luxo, the lamp comes up to begin with, you know, just kind of fun uh-huh. and bouncing on things and, you know. That's Charles. Charles, yeah. Uh, him and his wicked hops. And, well, <laughs> no, I mean, just being jovial, being fun, being, you know, happy. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. That's good. Uh, he also added, I also um, he had Flick from Bugs Life. Um, he's saying, you know, trying to keep everything on the rails. Although I think most <laughs> of the time, yes, Flick is trying to keep everything on the rails, but half the time he caused them to go off the rails as well. So, uh, you know, yeah, while trying to end, do something, while trying to do something right, uh, but sometimes they don't exactly go as planned. <laughs> what are you saying now? I'm not trying to say anything about Charles. I'm talking about Flick. Oh, okay. I'm talking yeah. about Flick. Not Charles. Uh, okay. Wink, okay. Wink. <laughs> no, but you, you know, the other thing about Flick too is just the creativity. Again, you know, um, having a lot of fun, but being smart, smarter than most people. Willing to try things yeah. that others aren't. They right. get stuck in the ways he's trying to do something different right. and adventurous. And yeah. yeah, I agree. Very good. So, yes. There we go. So um, we did get a couple more. Charles said that his wife, Bernadette, is definitely Mulan. Uh, She honors her father and family with duty. Um, Having met Bernadette a little bit and knowing a little bit about her, um, I think that that seems very accurate to me. Yeah, yeah. Definitely would link that. Mm -hmm. Well, and just um, the strong spirit. Bernadette Mm -hmm. has a good strong spirit. For sure. And that's what Mulan has a lot of strength to her. No question. For sure. Uh, so that, that, I think that is a very good choice mm-hmm. there. Uh, Kim from the Hoopty Duo Review Podcast uh, apparently came through and said that she is like Sleeping Beauty. And one, she's a beauty. But also, yes. um, I think she likes her sleep. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but Sleeping Beauty also has a lot of other great characters, as does Kim. For sure. You know, and, um, you know, again, just a very warm person Mm -hmm. and you see that in sleeping beauty for sure uh speaking of the hoopty duo review podcast we couldn't get one from rob we tried to get one from rob he's also of course part of the jedi temple archives podcast but i think that uh several of us got together and agreed that uh he is also baymax but the big hero six armored version of baymax because Mm. it's like he wears this fierce outer shell uh, that often hides the sweet, lovable caregiver that is within that that's armor true. that he puts out there. So good, I think that's yeah. kind of what we feel about Rob. I think you all did a good job at selecting that one. Thanks. Thanks. I, I give Pat most credit for that um, <laughs> from the Conversations podcast. However, I chimed in a little bit on that, but right. um, I stole that from Pat. <laughs> 
anyway, uh, we'd still love to know who your Disney spirit characters are. Mm-hmm. And do you think ours are accurate? Like I said, we'll probably put up a little poll on social media to see if you think that the ones we have selected are correct or if there's something, someone else, some other character that you think fits us better. Right. We'll probably put that out there later in the week. But we'd also love to know yours. Um, please send them to us and we'll share them on an upcoming show. Yes, we'd like to hear from you on that. Yes. So uh, maybe whoever you pick for us, maybe that's who we dress up next Halloween. Ooh, maybe so. We'll see. Yeah. We'll see. So uh, that is our look at our Disney spirit characters. a lot of fun i really think that you could go through a lot of disney movies and pick out there's a character out there that you relate to in many ways i think that that's part of the you know the joy that comes from disney movies is they do so well of embracing different people's personalities and and finding ways to express them through these various different characters in these movies right yeah you know maybe um not cover the whole thing about the character you know for example like i like I kind of had Mrs. Potts on my mm. list for a little while too. You know, one, I love a great cup of tea. Um, you know, but just kind of that, again, that caring, wanting to bring people together mm-hmm. kind of personality. Um, so there, you know, there could be a little aspect in, you know, something. I mean, as much as I don't really connect with Anna all that much, um, I think I do with her dark moments, <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> you know, going through some of the challenges when, when she's at her deepest, darkest moments and things like that. So yeah, there are certain times you can watch a film and say, Oh, I kind of feel connected with that character because of this. I think that you are actually, um, like you're a bit Elsa, you're a bit Anna. I yeah. mean, I think you're like, you, you take aspects right. of both of them yeah. and you put them together and you got Michelle there. <laughs> for sure. For sure. anyway again we'd love to know yours please let us know um we will share them for sure on an upcoming show let's go ahead and get to our disney stories of the week i only have a couple for you this week but i'm gonna start with one that we are really excited about because this is our favorite maybe our favorite definitely one of our favorite epcot festivals Mm -hmm. and we now know the dates of when it's coming up so this is from the disney parks blog They said, art and foodie lovers, mark your calendars because the Epcot International Festival of the Arts returns on January 13th and runs through February 20th, 2023 at the Walt Disney World Resort. It's always too short to me. I know. I love that festival so much. Maybe that's why we it's, it seems that much more special to us because it doesn't like, like food and wine seems to run forever, right. you know. Even Flower and Garden has a longer period right, of time. Right, yeah. Maybe because it's shorter, we so we love it that much more in that time than it's Yeah, around. that could be. I mean, I do think too that I maybe that Disney feels like it's not as a popular and the time of year is not when there's as many guests as during some of the other times of the year. Um and so they keep it brief for that reason. But I do think it's been gaining popularity. Oh, from for when, sure. From when we first used to go to it till the last time we went, um, it's it's a lot more, lot more popular. <laughs> we used to call it the most underrated festival, right. and I don't think it's as underrated anymore. No. I think a lot of people, it's grown into either their favorite festival or 
right yes. up there near the top. Right, right. Um, for sure, because it has become very, very popular. So uh, they go on to say the festival is a global celebration of visual, culinary, and performing arts where guests can find inspiration and discover their own creativity in fun ways across the park. Uh, topping the must-do list are 16 delectable food studios, mm-hmm. which are as pretty to look at as they are yes. to taste. And they always do a great job with that. Um, and they went on, they say that they serve up art-inspired menus appealing to a variety of palettes. Uh, the creations are not just delicious, but they are true works of art, as we were just yes. saying. And this just in, the Epcot Festival culinary team is putting the finishing touches on two new food studios. Mm. Modern, which is located near Test Track, or will be located near Test Track, uh, presented by Chevrolet, will feature... A new mouth-watering avant-garde menu items. The other new food studio is Figment's inspiration station at the Odyssey Art, Food, and a Little Sparks of Magic. It promises to deliver treats and beverages bursting with vibrant colors and flavors. So glad to see we're going to get even a couple more places to sample some of the wonderful food there. Yeah, yeah. And it's good that they're incorporating some places that maybe not everybody knows about or goes to. And Mm -hmm. I think sometimes people miss out on some real special treats. Right. I mean, uh, for food and wine, the, uh, one of our favorite spot, the, where they have the French fries, right. the, the fry <laughs> station there is, uh, right next to test, test tracks. Right. I wonder if that's kind of the same location, uh, modern will be. In, right. in, so, uh, they also go on to say during the festival, more than 100 Disney and visiting artists will showcase their eye catching works of art. Guests of all ages can express their creative side by learning to draw a Disney character at animation Academy, leaving their own creative mark at expression section, a paint by number mural and helping figment learn about art on a scavenger hunt round world showcase. All those things are a lot of fun. Yes. And, each evening, the Disney on Broadway concert series will feature talented entertainers performing Disney songs live at American Gardens Theater. A list of entertainers will be coming soon. So that's exciting. Yes. Hoping to catch a couple of those this year. Right, right. Um, because uh, we love whenever we've caught any of the Disney on Broadway type experiences, whether it been on Disney Cruise Line. Right. Um, we have a plan coming up here in just a few weeks to see the uh, Disney Princess right. concert here in uh, nearby in Melbourne. Um, so we're excited about that as well. But they always put on a fantastic show. We saw it at D23 as right. well. Yes, yeah. yes. So, so they're always very entertaining. Very great, cool. great. So yeah. very excited. You know, we still have the Festival of the Holidays coming up here once Food and Wine wraps mm-hmm. up here in the next couple of weeks. Um, but very excited to get also to the International Festival of the Arts because that is a blast. Yeah. And we currently have a reservation, a resort reservation during yeah. that period. So, yep. Fortunately, it falls just after my birthday, so I won't be celebrating my birthday at the Festival of the Arts. But well, as, as of what we have planned right as now. As of what we have planned. But, but yes. it, it will be fun either way, and we will definitely be out there making probably multiple visits because it is one of yeah, our favorite festivals yeah. for sure. Moving on and heading across the globe, we now have Tokyo Disney's new themed areas. We know what their names are going to be. This again from the Disney Parks blog. They said they're thrilled to finally share the names of the three immersive worlds you will discover at Tokyo Disney Resort's Newport Fantasy Springs in Tokyo Disney Sea. They are hashtag real men love frozen. No, that's not the name of it. It is Frozen Kingdom, Rapunzel's Forest, and Peter Pan's Neverland. Those are awesome. Yeah, they're all cool places yes. that I think we want to check out for yeah, sure. Yeah, yeah. 
Uh, inspired by the Walt Disney Animation Studios films Frozen, Tangled, and Peter Pan, this newly expanded area will open in spring of 2024, joining the already impressive lineup of hotels at the uh, resort Tokyo Disney Sea Fantasy Springs Hotel will even offer a stunning view into this expanded area for some rooms. I nice. think that, um, you know, we've been planning on getting out to the Asian parks. Maybe this is what we need to kick us in the pants <laughs> could be. to get out there and go see uh, Tokyo Disney Resort and uh, Tokyo Disney Sea, of course. Yeah. Here's a little small description of the areas. Uh, for Frozen Kingdom, they say set after the events of Frozen, snow-capped mountains featuring several cascading waterfalls will tower over this quaint village. In the distance, Elsa's snow-covered ice palace will glisten proudly as you step into the all-new immersive world of Frozen Kingdom. That nice. sounds mm-hmm. something that is right up my alley, yeah. that's for sure. Well, we love immersive experiences in the park, for mm-hmm. sure. Yep. Another place that we will definitely love, or I know I will love, is be Rapunzel's Forest. <laughs> they say, practically a dream, you'll soon be able to experience Tangled, as it comes to life in Rapunzel's forest, rising from the ground, the tower where Rapunzel lived as a child will overlook this new area. At night, it will illuminate the surrounding forest in addition uh, in addition to lamps lining the paths, a glowing restaurant, and boathouse windows with patterns hanging from the boats. Nice. So that sounds fun and yeah, beautiful. beautiful. Yeah, mm. Something definitely to check out at night for sure. Yeah. I'm sure it'll be stunning during the day, but right. that sounds like the real place you want to hit up at night. Yeah, for sure. Uh, finally, you're also invited to Never Grow Up in Peter Pan's Neverland, where the world of Peter Pan unfolds with just a little bit of pixie dust. Join the ranks of the lost kids, uh, explore a pirate ship, dine in a secret hideaway, confront pirates, or visit Pixie Hollow, the fairy valley where P- Tinkerbell lives. Nice. I thought I thought here, our home, <laughs> it's the fairy valley where Michelle Tinkerbell lives. You're cute. <laughs> Thanks, babe. I was surprised Tinkerbell wasn't here when you hear spirit characters, by the way. I know, right? Yeah. You're sassy like her. I Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> a little bit of a And you're edge. teeny tiny like her. A little bit of her. edge. You're teeny tiny <laughs> yes, like her and you yes. flit and float about like her. <laughs> and you sprinkle pixie dust wherever you go. Right, right. I guess I was more into insecurities when I made this <laughs> list. <laughs> we, all, we all are. Fears. There you Fears. go. <laughs> anyway, the, all those lands sound great. Uh, also, the hotel, Tokyo Disney Sea Fantasy Springs Hotel. They say a day of adventures in this magical spring calls for a good night's rest at this hotel, the sixth Disney hotel in Japan. It is situated near Fantasy Springs and allows this dream world to continue from the park to the hotel. It will feature paintings depicting Disney princesses as well as floral motifs throughout the interior of the hotel. Sounds beautiful. Yes. And like, it sounds like a cool place to check out all those new lands. Right. Uh, if you get a chance to stay there and have some views of them. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Cool. Cool. So very cool. Again, um, we're coming up here. It won't be in 2024, but in 2025 is our 20th, wedding mm. anniversary so maybe maybe, there, maybe. maybe we had there <laughs> could it's be just a possibility but we know we've been thinking about getting to the uh the asian disney parks and right. uh, this may inspire us uh, we may also go out to disneyland paris that's mm-hmm. a thought i have um yeah out there in the back of my mind too, some way to <laughs> spend our 
uh, 20th wedding anniversary as well. But we'll get it all figured out here. We have a couple of years to right. get it all situated, but it's going to be a lot of fun one way or the other. So that's it for the Disney stories of the week. However, we never leave you without giving you some sort of tip that might help you on your next vacation. And when we do this, we always start with Michelle because look, we already heard it. She has the best <laughs> Disney spirit characters that are associated with her. <laughs> She has the best list. She definitely does the best research, but there's no question. Hands down, she has the best <laughs> tips. So let's get to it. Here's Michelle's tip of the week. Oh, you're so cute. So sweet. Thank you, honey. Uh, so my tip really has to do with um, Plan Disney, you know, and we've talked about it, obviously, with uh, the beginning of the show that Jonathan is in in hot pursuit of hopefully being a panelist. Disney should be in hot pursuit of him. That's true. That's yeah. true. Um, but anyways, um, you know, it is a good resource if you do have questions that you can, you know, write into that panel. But what you might not know is that you can actually send a question to a specific panel member. And there are uh, two ways that you can go about this. Um, the first one is if you're, um, happen to be reading one of the responses and you have, maybe it sparks another question for you, then what you could do from that response is if you go below the response, it gives a little brief bio of the, the panelist who answered that question. But it also has a link. Uh, it says learn more about and it gives their name. Um, so let's say learn more about Jonathan. And so you could click. It will. <laughs> I know, right? So you'll click on that. And then that brings you to a page that gives a lot more detail about that panelist. But there's also this box, like a blue box um, that says, get an answer from this panelist. And then it has like a link, start now. So that that's one way where you could access the form that you could send a, a question to that specific panelist. Now, the other way you can do this is from the Plan Disney homepage. They have an About tab, and you can click on that, um, and then you can uh, select where it says Meet the Panelists, and then it, it gives them, I think it's in alphabetical order um, by default, but you can go through, find the panelists that you you know want to so send a question to from there, and again, you click on their name, and then it brings you to that um to that area, that box that where you can um, get an answer from this panelist. Very good. It's definitely important, especially if you find a panelist that you really like, that you like the way they answer, right. you know, like their, their responses, or you just like the person, you know, and when Jonathan becomes one of the planned Disney members, <laughs> you may want to pepper him with your questions because he believe may be me, like, why did Michelle yeah, say thanks this? Thanks a lot. <laughs> so many questions to answer. I uh, no, definitely that, that, that is good because they're, they, you may like some of the responses from one of the panelists. So they're all great. Right. But you may like one of the responses from right. one of the panelists over the others. Yeah. Or you may have another question, like I said, from reading one of their responses that True. makes you think of another question or request, want maybe some clarity if there's something that you didn't, you're not quite sure you understand. You have that ability to, right. to connect with them. That's a very good point. And you can also, by the way, always email your questions to us because Michelle has all the answers <laughs> yeah. for sure. Uh, but Michelle's tips, always wow. the best tips for sure. That, that we know you. for sure. 
Uh, as for my tip this week, this is something I've gone over in the past. I think Michelle maybe has as well, but I kind of want to go over it again right now because um, we've seen in recent weeks where some of the Walt Disney World resorts have offered some discounts mm-hmm. based on you know where you live in the country, um, if you have an annual pass, right. if you're a member of Disney Plus, you know if you right. if you um, ever subscribe okay. to Disney Plus, whatever. Um, there have been some resort deals that have come up, and you may think to yourself, oh. I booked my vacation months ago because I was planning on this trip. Now I've missed out on this great deal. Well, I just want to remind you that that isn't the case. That when you book your vacation, mm-hmm. you can always go back and check and see if one of these right. deals comes through and, and and compare it and see if it ends up being a better deal than what you booked um, way back months ago. Right. Um, so all you need to do is go to the website when one of these deals comes through. And I would suggest you do it anyway just to check and see because sometimes the prices of your resort stay may fluctuate right. for various reasons. Go back, go to your resort and you can check or go to your reservation and you can check and see uh, you can see about changing the reservation and you can look and see what offers are there for you right. and see, compare, look at the price, see if this is a better deal. When the um, Disney food uh, plan comes back, right. um, that might be an offer too because they have said that that is eventually going to come back. Will that work out better for sure. you in the long run as well? These things you can always change up until very near your actual vacation. Um, And so it's worth it to check back, verify what's going on. And you don't have to worry about, you know, booking your trip and thinking I might miss out on something later that might be a better deal. Go ahead, book that trip, check back often. It's fun. And you never know what you might find as far as a discount. Right. That's a great tip, sweetie. Um, And that's all right there through the website. Right. Yeah. If that, if that might help you out. I think that that's something you definitely need to check into. And don't worry when these these deals pop up. Right. You know, take advantage of them when right. they do. Um, but don't be afraid that yeah, I missed out because I booked this, you know, way back in June. Right. Or exactly. Exactly. Uh, that's it for this week's show. Next week, well, we've been trying to decide for a long time. Should we? Shouldn't we? Do we go ahead and do it? Do we book a trip aboard the Galactic Star <laughs> Cruiser? It looks exciting. Well, a good friend of ours just happened to take a voyage aboard the Halcyon. Right. So we're going to find out right from the horse's mouth. We'll be talking with him about his trip aboard the Halcyon, aboard the Galactic Star Cruiser. And we'll find out for him what he thinks. Is it worth it? Should we go ahead and book our Galactic Star Cruise, our cruise through a galaxy far, far away. Yeah, and uh, I think he's going to give us some tips of how to prepare for that right. and maybe some things to watch out for while you're on your vacation. Right, and probably, I, I, I'm sure we won't be you know, doing too many spoilers or any spoilers at all, right. but just kind of get a response from him, see how, how he enjoyed it, if he did enjoy it, um, and what he thinks about it, and you know, should we go ahead and, and see about doing this in the near future? Exactly. And maybe that might answer some of your questions out there as well. Right, right. For sure. So that's going to be a lot of fun. Plus, he's just a really good friend of ours. We're going to love sitting down and talking with him. He's Nate. He's been on the show before. Right. You may remember him. It's been a couple of years now, but um, we're excited to have him back on the yeah, show. Yeah, yeah. He's, he's very generous with sharing information and 
you know, just wanting to help people out. Right. And he does some good things with charity. Right. And um, he also is a, a travel agent as well. Right. Um, so. so we'll talk to him about those things as well. So it's going to be a lot of fun this week. Yes. Looking forward to recording. Oh, it. yeah. It's going to be one of my favorite things from this week. I'll tell you right, right now yep. already. So as for today's show, we appreciate that you joined us today. In the future, you can find us most everywhere you get podcasts. However, the very best place to find us is on our own website, HyperionAdventuresPodcast.com. And while you're there, we'd love for you to sign up for the newsletter. Please sign up for the newsletter. Just another way to be involved in the Hyperion Adventures podcast world. Another great way is to follow us on social media. We're on Twitter at Hyperion Podcast, Facebook, Instagram, and Pinterest at Hyperion Adventures Podcast. If you are on Facebook, come on over and join us for some good, positive Disney energy fun on our Hyperion Adventurers Facebook group. Yeah, we'd love to have you join. And if you, as we always say, if you're already a member of that, please tell your friends and family so yeah. they can also have the fun with us. Yeah, come on out. It doesn't matter if you just, you know, hang out there and see the, the stuff that's being shared on that site or if you actually share something yourself. We're just glad to have you be a part of that positive energy that sure. we have going on. Uh, also, we are on YouTube. If you want to find us there, just do a quick search for Hyperion Adventures Podcast. Hit subscribe and you'll know whenever we have a new video. And if you ever want to contact us for any reason, please hit us up at our Gmail account, Podcast at gmail.com. Yeah, we love hearing from you. Thank you. And we also appreciate people who give us reviews um, and give ra- ratings as well. Or just tell a family or friend member about the podcast. Yeah, let them know that uh, this show exists, that they may like it. Maybe they have a trip coming to Walt Disney World, Disneyland, Disney Cruise, whatever. Um, Maybe they might enjoy this to help get them excited for their upcoming vacation. Um, We appreciate it. And everybody who's already either told a friend, given us a rating, given us a review, we appreciate you very much. Yes. That's most definitely for sure. So that's it. Thank you for listening to another episode of the Hyperion Adventures podcast. We look forward to sharing some time with you again next week. Until that time, I'm Tom. I'm Michelle. And we hope that you have a magical week. Bye.